How's it going, guys? Happy Wednesday. Uh, welcome to episode 20, episode 20 of the All In Entrepreneurs podcast. We are pretty damn excited to uh, to actually answer a bunch of questions, you know, and, and not only that, but today's going to be an amazing day. Like not only are we doing the podcast today and, and trying to provide value to you guys um, through the podcast, but we're also going to do the meetup later today, the meetup that's going down at the Arizona Biltmore in the Grand Ballroom. Yep. Grand Ballroom. And and that's going to be, this is our first ever meetup. And first and foremost, I want to give thanks to Alex for pushing us to do this. Um, I think this is going to be life-changing. It's going to have so much impact on people's lives because I remember, I don't know where you are in your life right now, but I remember where I was less than four years ago. And I remember just so hungry to get around successful people yep. and just to get around knowledge. So I know that it's going to have an immediate impact on your life. So first and foremost, let me just introduce myself. My name is Carlos Reyes. I am an, a serial entrepreneur out of Phoenix, Arizona, and I'm here with Alex Sines. 22-year-old real estate entrepreneur. I started real estate, uh, specifically wholesaling at the age of 18, and then fast forward four years uh, later, now run a seven-figure wholesaling operation here in Phoenix across a few different markets. And guys, uh, if this is your first time watching this podcast, uh, this podcast is more than just real estate. It's entrepreneurship in general, business, life, uh, spirituality, and all the above. So please stick around. Please share this podcast as we do this every single week. This is our 20th podcast in a row every single week. So we'd appreciate it if you like this, subscribe. 20 straight um, weeks. Holy and, uh, and and share this, share this video because you never know. You might share it and you might change somebody's life just by a simple share. That takes you two seconds to do. Yes, yes. So, well, guys, my name is Sal Shakir. I'm a serial entrepreneur myself as well. Uh, own 26 plus uh, 26 plus businesses now, uh, along with these guys. Started two new ones, this and week. we just started two new ones this week, actually, and it's pretty exciting. We'll we'll give you more details later, but uh, like Alice was saying, and Carlos, these events right here and these little uh, podcasts that or the videos that you see, it may change someone's lives. And please go ahead and share that. Um, like this event, we sold out over 300, I think. Yeah, and we in, had to in less than 48 hours. Yeah, so the fire marshal, we can't allow more because people are t sending you messages. We like should have got a bigger in. room and we should have just said 500. Like yeah, we didn't. 500 seats. It's Sometimes crazy. Sometimes we uh, underestimate. And we didn't really promote this that heavy. Like, we no, did not. Like, just put a, a, week, a week before. Like, I mean, that's kind of our signature, right? Yeah. Like, so we do everything last our, minute. We promote our events and stuff like last minute. Guys, and if you're if you're hearing this and uh, if you're in Phoenix, uh, we plan to have the biggest Phoenix real estate meetup consistently every single month mm. here in the Valley where you can come whether you know everything about real estate or very little. You can come in and network with high-level people that can change your life so if you missed out on this one you couldn't couldn't make it because it was booked there's always a next one so next make sure month. make sure you register in time because there is i mean i mean we sold out we'll like say 500 40. and we're gonna reach 500 all uh, right we just get a book a bigger event <laughs> we gotta we'll do we'll, do we'll book it we'll book a stadium someone said i've learned more from you guys alone than i've than i what i learned in college for years thank you claudio <laughs> that's that's, that's powerful that's amazing. Uh, and guys, uh, can you guys share this in some of the groups, uh, if you guys don't mind? And, and first and foremost, thank you once again for watching. And Albert Murieta, I just read your comment, brother. And yeah, would love to sit down with you and, you know, and just go over how we have impacted your life, man. Yes, sir. So, all right. So how do we get, let's get started here. Uh, let's. Uh, well, guys, this one is going to be Q&A. So whatever you, any questions you have regarding business, regarding real estate directly or anything else, um, 
just get we got a freestyle. So any questions, go ahead and post it, and we're gonna get we're gonna get to it as soon as we can. Yep, Casey Ryan, I, I see you. Yeah, uh, he's in. Casey, what's up, brother? He's a killer out of Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes, sir. What's up, Casey? Um, your fiance, I'm fiance. I keep calling you. your wife. Renina's watching. Uh, Vanessa, Alexis, uh, Wilney, Sonia. All right, let's get going, man. We're up. To Albert, my man, Albert just got another deal. He just sent me a, a message yesterday. Congratulations, my man. Uh, that's your second deal, I think. So yeah. keep oh, pushing. Yeah. Oh, way more. Oh, way more. All yeah, right, yeah. man. I don't know. You keep pushing though. That's the second one he sent me, I think. By the way, let us know. Let us know. Do me a favor. Tell us what cities you're you're uh, watching us from. You know what what cities are you watching us from? We I you know I'm sure we have Phoenix. Obviously, if you're you're from Phoenix, it's fine. Just put Phoenix down. But I want to see like I want to see the demographics of where everybody's kind of you know coming from. Rashad Brooks, I know he's in what North Carolina, right? North Carolina. Chris Ontiveros. You know, a uh, really, really, uh, really great guy out here in Phoenix. Him and uh, his partner, B. Um, you know, they've been out here killing the game for uh, since probably we were in diapers. Not that he's 80 or Denver. anything. Denver. So it's interesting. Denver, uh, DFW. Is, is there is there um, something going on in Colorado, right? Well, what's going on? Um, that They're smoking a lot of weed. And <laughs> mushrooms. No, I, I don't know. Remember that <laughs> they, post they, from yesterday? They just legalized mushrooms, I think. Well, didn't they say that wholesale? In what state there's no, wholesale? Illinois. 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 And that's okay. not that's not uh that's it's not, not finalized final, yet. Yeah. 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 Guys, so with that said, uh they're let's just, get let's get right into they're, it. They're just let's, trying to knock the hustle. That's all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? There's, There's always on. somewhere some way around it. San Antonio, Boston, Massachusetts, Tucson, Arizona, Atlanta, Tucson, Phoenix. Phoenix. Dallas, let's go, baby, let's go. All right, so guys, Richmond, Virginia, um, do me a favor. Uh, yeah, we old. You're not that old, brother. You're not that old, Andre from uh, yeah, Miami. Andre joined in. Yeah. So do me a favor. What uh, what is stopping you? What is stopping you from reaching massive, massive success? What is what is stopping you? Are, are you in your own way? Like, are you in your own way? Are you in your own head? Um, is it fear? Is it, you know, is it, uh, influence by, by others? Um, is it negative, you know, the negative, like negative mindset in general, like what is stopping you from, from really just going for it? You know, I can tell you that, you know, some of the things that were stopping me was, uh, almost bad programming from corporate America, right? I got yeah. comfortable and I'm like, you know, when you get comfortable, you know, that once you step on this side of the line, it, it becomes very uncomfortable, right? This is a uncharted territory. Yep. It's a territory of fear. It's a territory of the unknown. So I can tell you that that was one thing that it's was crazy stopping you me. Say the unknown because it is the unknown. You know what's wor what's more unknown? Well, at when, first you're, when, it's you're, unknown. when you're working at for corporate America, you have more unknown than you working for yourself. Because at least you know what you want to do. You know when you're going to do it. You know exactly what's going to happen next. When you're working for corporate America, you don't know if the man above that just saw your numbers and didn't like you and decided to dump you. Or in Carlos's case, um, politics. They, they, uh, politics within the company, yeah. they they actually, uh, um, what did they do? They screwed me over. And um, they uh, gave the position that you were, because you're number one store was, for was, many I years. I was the number one uh, manager. Yeah. And they gave it to, uh, the guy gave it to his best friend. And he was, was, he was ranked was he? like 17th. 17th. So from number one, 17th. Because the man above was friends with him. So I don't know. But, but I don't the, know if you but, mean but, the but, unknown. But the man above was friends with me. 
Ah, you get it. So, so the 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 man in the company above me was friends with the guy that he gave the position to. But the man, but the man above him said, "Son, I got something much better for you." And boom, here we are. So we have a question from. Well, it's not. You said primarily lack of capital and time collectively, Claudio. I I think that lack of capital. Yeah. So. So especially in this business, you don't need capital. You need very little or no capital. In wholesaling, it's it's all it's, it, in wholesaling at least in wholesaling and real estate. But the time, so I want to ask you a question, and we're gonna talk talk about other uh, questions we see them. But what time do you wake up? What time do you go to sleep? There's you can always find time. I don't care where it is. If and you're, be honest. Yeah, be very honest. Because I'm gonna if ask you're you this not question with yourself. Then, then yeah. if you're in the toilet and you have time to open up Facebook, mm. then you have time. Mm. I don't care what it is. And you know, we're all guilty of this. But I'm saying, if you can't afford that time. So if you can afford that time, go ahead. But if you can't mm. afford that time, you can always find time. You know what? If you sleep six or seven hours a day and you're saying you don't have enough time, you know what? I can tell you personally that you can operate with three hours of sleep. Yeah, maybe you're not going to operate as great, but you can create time. Within a small time, within, a, let's say, six months. You do this for six months consecutively mm-hmm. and guess what now you created how many hours let's say you create an extra three hours a day that you you dedicate toward your new craft three hours times 10 what is that 30 times times another how many days is that do the math I, I, I for six point. months what, what is that six months or six days six months mean? 30 what right, let's do let's do three hours right, you got it yeah i was reading the comments bro i'm, I'm reading the comments too <laughs> six months times 30 that's 180 times three hours boom that's 540 hours toward your craft in six months you think you're gonna accomplish something with that damn absolutely. right you can yeah absolutely and you know what the, with the, the technology nowadays you can accomplish more with less time so it, it's it's not a matter a lot of people think that because they started now and there's other people that started before them it's like, oh, well, I'm going to catch up to the race. It's too late for me. I'm a one-man show. No, no. You can always start from somewhere. We started from somewhere. Yeah. There was people ahead of us 30 years, 40 years. But you know what? We caught up because we put the time, we put the hustle, that we used the technology. See, now we're ahead. You can, you can use those things. Oh, my God. So, yeah. so many of those people were not using technology. Until we came through, too. Right? <laughs> so, so, so real quick, I want to also tell uh, Claudio that um, our, you know, he says lack of capital. Our freaking marketing budget was five to seven hundred dollars a month. It grows, yeah. You know, five to seven hundred dollars a month. That was our marketing budget, like the first two to three months. So, we can't sit here and say that it's the lack of capital, because mm-hmm. if you, you, I know you can, you can squeeze out five hundred bucks from somewhere. It's a lack of resourcefulness. Resourcefulness. Yeah. So you can go, you can go and drive for dollars. You can go and put out some signs. You can door knock. All that stuff doesn't take a lot of capital. No. So that takes time. That takes time of you right now. When you work for someone, you're trading your time for dollars. I, so just think about it. You're creating your own money if you're working for yourself. Go knock on doors, like he said. Talk to family members. Put yourself out I, there. I never understood that from people, how like they can work 60 to 70 hours for someone else, you know, because they're getting overtime, you know what I mean? They, well, they work but for they themselves. Don't have they work for themselves. They don't have the time. Well, this is what, how it works. It's crazy. When they're forced, it's like they don't have accountability. If you see those traits, if someone that I know that works for someone 60 hours a week and they're doing good, and then now they go to work for themselves, and then now they work less hours. That tells me that should tell you something about yourself, and that's facts. 
That means you need someone to give you accountability. You need to be held accountable to this. You need to have someone say, hey, you need to work this many hours. So you know what? Hold yourself accountable or find yourself a partner or find yourself a circle of a network, uh, a mastermind or whatever it is to hold you accountable to to hit your numbers, to work the many hours that you want to work. Maybe maybe have a, a goal in mind, like the dollar sign in mind. Maybe have a, a number of contracts in mind. Maybe have a, a, a car that you want to buy in mind. But hold yourself accountable or have some circle around you to hold you accountable rather than the punch clock that used to hold you accountable so yeah real yeah. quick you can you can't use time and money as as a uh, objection or an excuse or a reason because you can create both yeah you can create time if you really want to like if you can you know you can create time and you can generate capital if you really want to so you cannot use those as excuses, Sell in my hats. opinion. It's Go freaking I mean, I was, flipping, I was flipping clothes. I was flipping shirts. I was flipping hats. You know what I mean? Like flipping cars. Let's, you can uh, you can create it. So remember, there's a Q and A. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. anyway, but so hopefully that answers you know time and and, and capital here. Oh, now, what do you work on during night, early morning? Okay. Uh, well, ro hold on. Go, Is that time on, again? Right. Yeah. Uh, fear of going big, afraid to make big mistakes. Um, I think that's a big thing, by the way. Fear of going big. I think a lot of folks. I think there's levels, right? So at first, you know, there, there. It's minor risk. Like you're, you're afraid to take small risk. But then when you those become normal. That little That'd minor be, risk or nothing, right? Nothing, yeah. Like right now, we just say, hey man, you got to do sixty thousand mailers. What's up? Where can we pull this together? Let's do sixty thousand pieces of mail. Our people need leads, right? So back, I mean, can you imagine four years ago saying, hey man, you we got to send out sixty? Now it's like, like dude, holy, yeah, like. We we confidently are sending out this mail. We don't see marketing as an expense anymore. Yep. We see it as an investment. So uh, anyway, of course, bro, please chime in on, on anything that you got uh, going on through your mind right now. Um, so let's 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 continue. What do you want to answer next? What what objection, uh, Alex? Let's go with. Uh, well, I'm trying to go in order. So got to make time. Stop watching TV. I've been sleeping at 2 a.m. and waking up at 6 a.m. Someone said so, so, Real yeah. quick, somebody asked, what, what do you guys think about the new law passing soon in Chicago? Uh, I've lived by this for the longest. I just control the controllables. So I can control what I can do, and that has literally saved me so, so much stress and anxiety because I, I only focus on what I can control. Mm -hmm. All that stuff is out of your control. Of course, you can probably go attack it and fight it, but at the same time, it's better to be more resourceful and work around those those things and control what you can control. There's always loopholes, too. Yep, always. Yeah. So just have faith. There's always loopholes, guys. Uh, someone said this, myself is the biggest object along with the failure with the process. So, uh, Drew, what does that tell you? Uh, lack, of, lack of faith. So lack of faith. You're lacking faith, and you know what? Failure. Don't don't look at failure, and and a lot of people. Uh, failure is progress. <laughs> it is, but see, a yeah. lot of people think when they fail, their doubters or their family, whatever, they're gonna push them down, and that's gonna take it to just block that yeah. noise. Don't let. Just like Gary V says, block that noise. I can't hear you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you fail. It matters when you get results. So, do you think we we always whatever we touch turn to gold? You don't think we failed along the journey? Carlos, how many times have you failed? Plenty. Alex? Uh, every day. <laughs> I, I mean, I, every plenty day. of times, we guys. We fell every day. I mean, I painted walls. Why? Because 
I needed some capital to fund other things and investments in my life. So I was going scrape walls and painting them, right? When someone says, I, I'm, I'm lacking capital, you can make capital. You can do anything nowadays and make capital. Just go knock on some doors and, and offer your service. Mm-hmm. Offer your service and people will pay you. Offer yeah. to wash cars. Offer to oh, yeah. mow a lawn. I mean, guys, there's so many things nowadays. There's an app called Wash now, Wash with an E, and you can go. You can literally, everything yeah. can be. Yeah, you at can your go hands. in your car, literally, your, whatever car you have, a Uber. bucket. Yeah, a bucket and a, and a, and a towel, and you go and go clean cars with Wash. Guys, they, if you're they, lacking yeah. capital, go Uber and drive for dollars during your non. That's crazy. working. Yeah. Uh, what do you work on during night and early mornings? So. I'll speak for myself first. Um, I feel like for me as an entrepreneur, it is a 24-7 gig. Right? 100%. So there, there's always something to do at any time. Of course, sometimes I do unplug, and that's just for my sanity. But at oh, the same God, time, I <laughs> but I need that. But yeah. but at the same time, it's a it's a 24-7 gig, so there's always something to do. There's always something to improve. If I can't go to sleep at 10, 11, 12, best believe I have my laptop there and I'm doing something to get myself forward for the next day or so get some progress. Obviously, this, this question can be answered in many ways because you're, for us, we have like a process now. Like we wake up in the morning, let's say, uh, answer some emails put some fires out maybe at nighttime mastermind or vice versa in the morning versus night yeah. we have our own process obviously at this diff- at this moment right a year from now it might be different so these these things change as you evolve as you evolve new things going to come your way and I can't answer that for you, but you, you're the best person to answer that yeah. for yourself because you know what's your time invested best at that time. I will say this, and this is not really specific to this question, but um, I do want to say this because uh, we hang out a lot outside of obviously like the office and whatnot, but I'll say this, like we're, we're always plotting or planning or enhancing our it be, moves. It, it becomes part of your DNA. It, it becomes, so like your work DNA, like, it, it it just it just it sticks it, it, it becomes you're, it becomes you yeah so i mean we we go eat lunch and best way we're talking about business we're talking about something well i mean monday started and yeah. today was the day wednesday yeah there was two businesses that established in a couple of days obviously they're not making money yet but they will and yeah. why did that happen do you think that happened because of monday or because of of collectively talking about this every every day for a long and time and then yeah. you're like okay you know what let's just do this one we talked about it before let's go ahead and launch it let's move on it yeah. so if you were um uh alex this is for you if you were to lose everything but still have the knowledge in wholesaling where would you start where would i start mm-hmm. and i still have all the knowledge yeah if you have every everything you know right now and you lose it all and you got to restart yeah, all over i again. would i would uh cold call and drive for dollars until i get a hundred thousand dollars in the bank once i have a hundred thousand dollars i'm taking ten thousand a month dumping it into digital marketing and then after that i'm uh well during that process i would hire my first acquisition manager mm-hmm. and uh towards like once i reach about maybe 40 to 50k in the bank i'm hiring my first acquisition manager and i'm delegating the lease to him and then i'm i'm still working leads with him and then once we get to a ppc level i'm delegating that hiring another uh junior acquisition another acquisition follow-up manager and and building the company that way that's like Love what this. i would do okay beautiful because some, some people some they I, I see this way too often some people try to jump into uh they they try to jump too far ahead of themselves versus being patient and just accumulating that capital and then making the proper move like like you shouldn't be investing into PVC if you only have ten thousand dollars in your in your bank account. Absolutely, you, not. you shouldn't. So there there has to be patience. So, guys, what if if you if you accumulated ten thousand dollars in 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 real estate, 
keep doing what you're doing that got you that 10,000. Keep on doing that because if you made 10,000, best believe you can make another 10 and another 10 and another 10. Eventually you make enough 10s that you have 100,000. Now you can make the proper moves or 50,000. You can make the proper moves to invest uh, into your business. So Albert Murieta says $5,000 for marketing, ready to break it down. How would you use it to make more? 5K. Uh, Serena, okay. Um, I would, uh, <clears throat> this is what I would do. I would take that $5,000, I would buy a 30% plus equity list. Mm -hmm. and owner occupied. Owner occupied or absentee or both. Shoot, I do both. Absentee, sexy. Uh, absentee, if you're if you're uh, trying to minimize costs, I would skip trace it with needtoskip.com. Mm. I, would, I would get quality numbers. I would start cold calling it and I would RVM it and and get a, a, a deal that way. Mm. And I wouldn't I wouldn't blow past the uh, the five thousand because you only need a few like two thousand dollars to get a quality list and a dialer and a and a and a lead uh, RVM system Lead Blast Pro that's what we use LeadBlastPro.com and that's all you need to really someone asked get about that, that system so while you're at that someone said yeah, what you system you guys using so we use investor automation we call it Hercules and uh, he says what current systems are you using to help you automate your business oh we use uh, we use a lot. We do. We use CallRail. Uh, yeah, we Hercules. have CallRail. All right, let, let's let's try to go. Um, in, Turbo. Or, okay, so to manage to manage live, to great. manage our leads, what do we use? To manage our leads, we use Podio, which is uh, which we we customize something called Hercules. It's investorautomation.com. Mm -hmm. Click on Hercules, and it's already automated for you. Well, so so tell me this, right? Because there's so many different CRM systems out there. Why is Hercules the best CRM system out there? So from the feedback, we developed it based uh, from, on our own knowledge. From a non-biased opinion. Okay, right? yeah. this is the, because I'm going to tell from, you what people are saying. In black and white. Yeah. In black and white. So uh, there are systems out there that people build and customize, but the problem with that, it, it's built for a one-man show, and then when that one-man show is ready to expand, they cap out. And yeah. guess what? When you cap out and you switch to another system, that is the worst thing you can do. Switching systems when you're like ready to roll is not good and the system is capping you out because now you have to start almost all over with those leads. But when you start with a system that can handle one man show or can handle a whole company, a, a huge our company. whole company, there is over what, 40 people in there that is being ran with that system because it can handle that. There is delegation, there is different departments and all that is done within one system simplified. Rather than complicated, there's a co complexity in the back end and the engines behind the automation, but in, in front of you for your team, it's super simple. And, but complex at the same time in the back end yeah. to help you achieve what you well, want to achieve. In your opinion, because you use Hercules, right? Yeah, I do. Why? Why do you think Hercules is the best CRM system in the nation? Because right now? it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't limit you. It doesn't cap you, right? So it's like, and I was just gonna give this this example. It's like if you're building a house, you're not just gonna put the foundation on the toilet and then the rest dirt, right? Yeah. You got to put the entire foundation on the house to build a house, right? Yeah. So when it comes to Hercules, like that is literally the foundation to having an organized, structured business, right? That you can and, scale. And over time, yeah, I might have two rooms empty, but at the same time, I'm utilizing the kitchen, the restrooms, and as, as and I, I, I say that in reference to the team, like, yeah, we we may not be using it to 100% potential. I don't think you guys are using it to 100% potential because it's so, it, it's it's a huge foundation that, but eventually, like you build your business on, on super solid systems. system. Well, yeah. so the, our system has, we're the only system that has that, by the way. No system out there. Every system out there tracks KPIs, which is called key point indicators, which key is per, key performance, key performance, yeah. uh, key key performance, performance indicators. Point, yeah. uh, and what they do is 
they they track how many letters they sent and how much response rate and these things right like that which everybody does that that's super simple we actually track team members activities when you do that you know so because people Perform, like, yeah. performance and productivity yeah yep. produ performance and productivity because people you can send a send a marketing campaign and you're like oh this one didn't work out well okay now you're blaming that on the marketing campaign but how about your team is your team is your team performing well See, we track both things. So we know if this one's not performing well, and we know if this one's not performing well. It's always matching. Yeah. So when something goes down, we see that within the week, and then we, we know if that team member is lacking, or we see that with the campaign as well. So we don't point fingers, we know exactly what's happening. And there's no system out there. As of today, as of today's date, there's no system, system out there that does that, that besides that. ours. And then real quick, um, folks that have the Hercules, they get all the updates for free. They do. So it's kind of like they have their own developer or their own programmer uh, that comes with it, right? Would you agree? So what does it mean when you convert a lead on PPC? When you convert a lead on PPC, I don't really understand what that means, but it, it just means you get a deal off of pay-per-click campaign. Right? Is that what, is that what I you mean, mean? Yeah, I mean, um, so, so pay-per-click is obviously uh, traffic to your website. So just because 10 people visit your website off, an, uh, off a Google ad doesn't mean that 10 people our leads, you know, you know, that you have to convert those 10 people, right? So a good uh, conversion is, and you guys might correct me, but it's about 20%, 20, 30% mm -hmm. is a great conversion on your site. There's yeah, everything, yeah. there's conversion in everything. If you're cold calling, how many people do you have to talk to to convert them into a lead? Same thing when they visit your website, how many people have to visit your site in, in order for them to become an actual lead or they submit? Yeah. So those me, are let, metrics to track as well. Let so, me answer. Go ahead. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So there's a difference between on your, on your website for PPC Google Ads. Um, there is a difference between cost per click and then cost per cost per, per conversion, conversion, which cost is cost per click versus cost per which is leads conversion. cost per lead. Yeah. Um, real quick, it, it, Manny uh, says, how important is branding? I mean, oh. I'll start, and then you guys. I'll let Alex. Right, we'll let yeah, Alex I'll in. give you guys my yeah, uh, so, two cents. The Batman. Um, Batman. Guys, I say this time and time again because you know I'll be honest with you. I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but you know one of my one of my skill sets is uh, is sales. You know, sales, right? So there's three things that you gotta have that are absolutely important as far as the formula goes to to convert a sale, to convert a prospect into a sale. And one, I say this time and time again, you know, these folks got to trust you. They got, I'm sorry, first and foremost, you got to have a product or a service that this person needs. Guys, and this is relatable to any business. Absolutely. Yeah. This is not just real estate. This could be a freaking hats or whatever, right? So one is you got to have a product or a service that is needed out there. Okay. There's, yeah. a, there's a necessity for it. Two, you as an individual, you have to... Uh, you, the, the person, the, the prospect has to trust you. They have to trust you uh, and they have to trust your uh, capability in, in order, like you are the expert. Nobody wants to deal with the novice, right? Like you're not going to go pay uh, some brand new barber, right? How many people, I mean, how many years do people keep the same barber, right? Because they're like, I don't want to go try some new guy that I don't even know. Mess up right? here, yeah. Exactly. So people. And that's hair that grows back. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, and, three, everybody. and three, and three, and three. Does this person trust your company? <laughs> and how does a person get to trust your company? Credibility. And how does credibility happen? Part of branding, yeah. putting By branding. yourself out there. So branding, branding on the personal side is very, very important. But 
on the business side, on the company side, branding is huge. It is absolutely detrimental to any business. I agree. Um, Alex was against branding. Uh, branding for so he's like, I want to be the Batman. So of real I was, estate. I was. Well, okay, I, I was, I was for branding on the personal brand, like Instagram and Facebook, because I, I love to help people and uh, and just pour into others. But I was against branding on the real estate side because I'm like, no, I just, I just make you know millions and nobody would know me, <laughs> and that was just like. I don't know if it was like it, I don't feel like it was an insecurity or anything like that, but it was just like my preference. I wanted to be the Batman of wholesaling, where people would just be like, "How? What is he doing?" Like Ooh, you want like, Buck Wild now? I went. I'm I'm going Buck Wild. <laughs> yeah, and th the difference was we were losing. It was a cost of opportunity. I know we were losing a ton of business because we were we weren't an online presence. We didn't have ratings. We didn't have uh, you know reviews, and we didn't have any credibility online. So. So that so that third thing that I talked about about a, yeah. a, a prospect trusting your company, yep. it wasn't there. And and uh, and and this is another another thing uh, for me. It was it was building a business that would last beyond me, right? Building a brand because yeah, I, I can I can build. Okay, I'll give an example like all in, right? Mm -hmm. All in. What if that had said Sal Shakir? Who would who would wear right? Like who? Like well, first of all, you, when you die, I mean, like yeah. like people would stop wearing yeah. it, right? But you know, God willing, that that brand, you know, Pepsi, our real our McDonald's. real estate brands will live forever, regardless of who the owner is at the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like they will live forever. So me, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm. This was I made the decision last year. So look, I'm 21 years old. I got to build something today that's gonna last forever. So by the time I have kids. The brand is there. The brand is there. The company's structured, and we can keep blowing it up. Whether it's me, whether it's you know Andy or my child, or it doesn't matter. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. something that will last forever. So uh, now online presence. Uh, you know, thanks to Mr. Efren as well for the support. Uh, we are uh, we're killing it. We're killing it. And uh, so know, so let me ask you this in regards to branding. When you weren't branding, when you didn't have what you have now, out of those three things that I mentioned. I don't mention. Did you have a service that people needed? Absolutely. Did your guy was your guy trustworthy? Yeah, absolutely. But lack. Did you lack that third thing that I talked credibility. about? Credibility. And if you can't provide the credibility, it messes up the first two things. How many more deals could you have done if you had all three things at that at that during those years? Easily over a million, two million in assignment fees, in my opinion, because I, there were so many. Ju just in case nobody conversations. Just in case somebody didn't hear you right. How much more revenue, gross yeah. revenue, do you think you could have produced? Be, and just because you yeah. were lacking that third factor. Yeah. A, a million to two million. And that's being conservative. Guys. That's crazy. This is like, think about like, our guys are required to talk to, you know, uh, 80 plus people a day, right? Or 80, 80 plus contacts a day. So like, imagine like that multiplied by four years and like so many days of work, like how many conversations failed? How many transactions did we not get because of that credibility factor? And most important, you could have actually shorted not not only did you short yeah. yourself in your in your organization, but you shorted people on your team. Yep. Right. Yeah. Because took I, that capability you because took that I did away from I them. didn't give them the tools. Right. Exactly. So that falls back on me as a leader. Absolutely. And and, and, and now I know they love me for it. But at, but back then it was like our only way to provide credibility and write this down if you don't have a brand is we will leverage the title company. Yeah. We will leverage the title company. Hey, hey, Mr. Seller. 
you know, I know uh, you don't know who we I know, are. I, I don't know who I, I know. Yeah, I know. I, I know you don't know who we are. Yeah. However, you know, feel free to call our title company. We've done hundreds of deals with them. You know, they're they're a publicly traded company. They're not going to risk their name on some Joe Schmuck that's that's scamming people. So feel free to call them and let them you know put in the word for us. And if if they have something. Uh, good to say then you know do we have a deal or you know you even, escalate the conversation even but. with that being said though people are you know folks are lazy like they're yeah, not people, gonna call yeah, so, the title some, we we did we saved some deals doing it that way but how many deals did we miss because we didn't have yeah, people didn't pick a up the simple phone, i mean didn't a, pick up the phone and call the title exactly agency, and then they just went dark on you right and guys exactly. in, in this in this in this industry there's a lot of people that get burnt so they and there's people talking online about this being a scam or whatever and there's you know, especially with the marketing strategy. So, and I, and I will. I'll, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I have to say this before it leaves my mind, yeah. guys. Uh, I'm, this is not to scare anybody, but we never know where the market's headed as far as cold calling and RVMs, RVMs. and all these offline marketing streams. So for me, that was another factor. Like, okay, what's gonna, you know. If, if shit goes to, but, you know, if stuff goes down, what's going to keep me alive and what's going to keep my business thriving? And, not, and most importantly, what's going to keep my people eating? So, per, like, online digital marketing was was that answer. By the way, seek seek legal counsel when it comes to this stuff, guys. Uh -huh. You know, when it comes to, cold you know, cold calling and RVM and all these gray area, like, you know, seek legal counsel. Yep. Um, do it at your own risk. We do have to have that disclaimer out there, um, you know, just in case. But um, uh, there's another question. This is for you, Sal. Someone, oh, go this is for you. What do you say when you leave a ringless voicemail? Uh, you know what? I got a better one. There was somebody. This is this is definitely up your alley. Okay. Okay. Um, somebody said, "What do you what do you say on your RVMs and text blasts?" <laughs> is that the I think one? it's the same. Uh, it's two <laughs> different people answering asking the same question, which is great. I mean, um, you, you're just you're just George Allen. Yeah, What's up, just... George? <laughs> You guys are just fishing out there. You're just looking for people have, uh, if they're interested in, in, if they're interested, you can say pretty much anything. Hey, uh, I don't. This is random. Uh, are you interested in selling? Guys, I almost I like cash? I. I almost prefer you guys to create your own. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, just like, like you don't want to sound like everybody. The same. Like if I'm, we're gonna say something and everybody's gonna copy, make whatever your 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 personal touch. And guess what? We talk about split testing. You're gonna try this and try that and try this and try that and see what works best, right? And it's just, it sounds funny, but like you, you you spray a cologne on and then you get you get a couple of people saying, oh, you smell good. Then you spray another one and you get 20 people saying, oh, this, you smell good today. Which one are you gonna use more now, right? Split test, yeah. Yeah, you split test different colognes. It's the same the thing. Best, the best RVM script is to do it. <laughs> yeah, just, just go ahead oh, and well, do I, it. I will say, I will give you guys this advice. Uh, women, have a higher conversion percentage than yep. men do. Yep. Absolutely and right. So try to get Friendlier. a friendly woman to do the uh, ringless voicemail. And if you can't, you. if you don't have a woman friend, whatever you can, you can have VAs do the record for you. Just type it. Go to upwork.com and have your grandma do it, do it. Yeah, have have grandma. Grandmas are sweet. So some guy just asked. Um, some guy just asked this, and I, I said, "What do you think about the potential, uh, the uh, of Illinois law passing, uh, or Illinois passing the law in which wholesalers have to be licensed?" Alex, answer that. Just trust. I, the I said first and foremost. First and foremost, I said, "Look, nobody can stop the hustle. Like, mm -hmm. be resourceful. You know, what is it going to take for you to continue yeah. to do what you do? I mean, right? I mean, when you have to double close, when, like yeah, they, when, like, when, when people when when it was outlawed to sell alcohol, were people still selling alcohol? Speak easy." They would speak easy what, everywhere. Uh, drugs yeah. are illegal. Are people still selling drugs? And that's not. That's not. I hope they're, they're taking that the right way. 
Yeah. 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 But you, but you, get, you like, guys are wise guys, enough. Guys, we're hustlers. <laughs> like, obviously, there is loopholes. If, if you have to get a license for something or whatever. Get your license. Get a license. I mean, what what is it? It's, it's Shoot. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's laws that are going to be passed. There's... You know, there's something about taxes. Do you guys know that you can pay up to 40% taxes? We're in that tier. And guess what? There's ways to save taxes there's legally. There's ways to reduce that. Yeah, yeah to, to save legally. Obviously, you just work around the system. And you know what? Just control the controllables. Like Alex said, you can only control so much. So if you're going to have paralysis analysis about something you can't control, then you might as well just quit. Guys, like, double closings. Uh, some Somebody said buy and sell on LLC. You can do that. I mean, you buy it and then you sell the entity. Uh, yeah. And then uh, you can also do transactional funding. Like, there's so many ways to get going. Find like, don't don't money. let like I mean, control the controllables. Don't let that stuff get in your way. This is a question for you, Alex. I have skip traced a list over a thousand leads. Should I contact them all or set amount per day? I think I think you should definitely. I mean, you can get through a thousand calls in one day if you really wanted to. I mean, usually it's six to eight hundred, but a thousand you're pushing well, you it. Got, but if, go ahead. If you got a thousand leads, you probably have like four to six thousand numbers so that's like enough for a week i would call that list weekly yeah like just just randomize it it doesn't just make the calls sonia what is your follow-up process very very simple um we have junior acquisition managers that follow up every single day and they're required yeah. each to make 85 calls per day yeah. so and we have automated follow-ups as well so it's being hit from Two different angles. So do we believe in the follow-up process? I think 40% of our business comes yeah, from follow-up, yeah. right? And just to, just to expand on what Sal said, um, we have, like he said, we have automated responses, right? So somebody, just because they make a call, that seller, that prospect, that lead is also getting an email and a text message. Okay. Um, real quick, just curious, virtual wholesaling, uh, 95%, 97% of our business is virtual. Mm -hmm. uh, what about you, Alex? Yeah, 90, 95 plus. Okay. I mean, we're virtual in Phoenix, and we live in Phoenix. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that should tell you everything. Yeah, we walked into the office. Um, our One of our guys has been been here for a week and a half, and he's a junior acquisition. He's not even an acquisition yet. That dude's a monster, though. And you know what? He's 18 years old. Gaston. He's graduated. We call him Gaston. He's an actor. Yeah. And <laughs> he freaking locked up a deal in Vegas over the phone, and it might it potentially will make thirty to $35,000. Yeah. That's his... One one and a half weeks, and he hasn't gone to an appointment live yet. It's only virtual, so there, it works. There, there's a question for you, Sal. Mm -hmm. Why are there only men on your panel? You need some estrogen to join your team. I agree. I mean, we have we have a lot of females. We uh, have I I first and foremost, guys. Yeah. yeah. Hey, much love. Look, guys, I have I personally have over 14 years of management experience. You know, and I I want to thank God for you know for putting me in that position. Let me say this. Women, and, and this is a shot on myself too, women are some of the best team members and workers you will ever, ever find. Organized. They work harder. They're more organized. They pay more attention to detail. They're go-getters. I mean, yep. they're they're amazing, amazing people. And and we need to have more women in this industry. We say this all the time, yeah. all the time. You know, And if we can get like a freaking top alpha female producer and put her right here on the seat and interview her, I'm Let's sure do we would it. all True. do it. I mean, guys, hey, guys if, you, uh, if you guys have someone in mind, let us know. Yeah, guys, we'll, we're, we're open for suggestions, out. but let's not take away. Our team, if, if we take the camera and go to the office, we have female closers on our team. Don't don't get it wrong. Some of our best closers, closers are, are females. Yeah. yeah, so we have. Our yeah. CFO is a female. Yeah, it's, it's CFO. We have closers on the team that are closing and as we speak. we're very tough on her. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, real quick, this is a question for you, Sal. What's your take on consistency versus hard work? Oh, consistency God. versus hard work. Yeah, it's the same thing. I think it? you got to have both. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's... You, you can't half. There is no versus. You don't half ass anything you do. Yeah. If you want something bad enough, if you're gonna half ass it, then you don't want it bad enough. It's simple. I think it's as simple as that. Yeah, I think they go together. Like, you, if you're consistent without hard work, like what the heck what, you're doing? What are you then? doing? Yeah. And if you're working hard without consistency, how does that? Well, work? it's like that old saying, right? Some people are some people are going somewhere or are are going somewhere uh, are going nowhere. Actually, some people are going nowhere really fast. So there's no direction, right? You can be as hardworking as you want to be and you can be consistently showing up every single day, but it's it's good to have an end goal or a vision in mind yeah. of what you're trying to work towards. Yeah. See, I love the example you give about uh, Bob the plumber, right? Let's call him Joe the plumber. Joe the plumber, Joe the right? Plumber. Joe the plumber. See, he's a hard worker. Joe the plumber goes, goes to the appointment, Joe the plumber fixes your whatever plumbing issues joe the plumber invoices you joe the plumber answers phones joe the plumber deal with with everything that you can think about but he's a hard worker and he's consistent but joe the plumber haven't developed a deli a process where you can delegate you have to work smart at the same time you can be as hard a hard the hardest worker on the planet you know what but there's yeah. only 24 hours and there you got two hands you know if you're lucky so what are you going to do about that? You need to multiply that. You need to put processes in place. Delegate. Let go. Don't think that you... We all know this. You do your job best. No one's going to do better it better than, than you. Yeah. No one does it better than you, right? Everybody thinks like that, which is very By the normal. Way, there was a question that says, why uh, Tony's in the building, Tony the closer. He Tony's literally here. in the building like here. Why ain't Tony on the podcast? Uh, we kind of already had... like We were supposed to have a 30-minute just Q&A podcast yeah. that, that was already set. Uh, I think that you know it would have been great to have them. Um, just I if think it was we planned, time, it was yeah. planned, yeah. and the subject and marketed know, yeah. something that you guys can actually get fully, like fully potential from Tony. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, Tony, Tony's as you guys know, Tony. He's an entrepreneur. Um, he's he's a he's an entrepreneur. The man is involved in so many different things. He's a crazy closer, and um, and it, it would. Q and A's is not like a really good. I want to get him when we can one -on -one, fully yeah. maximize on on his uh, knowledge, if that makes any sense. Yep. So what up, Wilney? What's up, Wilney? Uh, effort. What, uh, so okay, here we go. What was the hardest breakthrough for you guys? Five to ten deals, one to twenty deals. Mark, got Warner. We're at fifty to sixty deals right now consistently. We're averaging. A, look at this. In June, we averaged two deals a day, and this month we're averaging a deal and a half a day. Yeah. So, uh, Warner, let me say this: the biggest obstacle wasn't it, it wasn't so much on on the deals uh, aspect. In order for you to truly reach that, you know that that deal count, the uh, the acquisitions of that acquisitions of that amount, the biggest obstacle you're going to run into is developing the right team. Mm -hmm. If you don't have the right team, you're going to be stuck for a very long time. Well, that time. goes what we were saying, that you need to be able to delegate. Don't think that – it's okay to think that you do it best, but you need to hire someone, give that role to them, and it's okay if they operate at 80% of your operation level. 
it's okay because now you have 100% of something else to build. Now you can build a team, you empower the team and don't have the mentality of thinking that you need to keep all the information to yourself because someone's gonna come and steal it and run away with it. That is not an abundant mentality. You need to think abundantly and you, just, you need to think that to grow big, you have to delegate. To grow big, you need help. That it, It's the truth, it's the hard truth. We have things going on in our company that we don't even know about. We know at a higher level what's going on, but we don't know the details that we used to do back in the day because we're, we're focused on higher uh, higher level stuff, and more we're, priority stuff. We're working on the business. We're working on the business, not in the business anymore. And how do yep. we do that? By developing other leaders, by developing the people, by thinking that it's okay to delegate those things to them rather than they're gonna steal it from us. So yeah. I th let's check one more question so we can keep this, this podcast short. Yeah, real quick. Uh, I love this one. At one point, will you consider retiring your mom? 100K a month, 200K a month. You go first, you go, I go, and I'll we'll close So um, I'm, I'm still in process of that. And we and have like 90-some people still. It's yeah, amazing. I'm, I'm Guys, I'm, thank you so much. Hey, thank you so much like i hope uh, i hope we this don't is even valuable. freaking promote our podcast right like <laughs> hey guys there's a podcast tomorrow like thank you guys so much you know what i mean like this is crazy there's How 89 people, people if we actually plan these things like a week ahead hey guys don't forget to log in don't forget to tune in how many people viewers will we have 200 300 you know what i mean crazy yeah, we should but anyway at what point do you retire your mom uh for me and this is my personal view uh, and I'm still in the process of retiring my mom, uh, is when the passive income uh, overtakes the uh, the expenses. When the so passive me, income overtakes, overtakes the expenses. expenses. So for me, I want to retire my mom on $12,000 a month. So $12,000 That's a lot, a yeah. Yeah, so, so that's the goal. So, so, so yeah, passively, that's, that's passively. A, it, it, So for me, it like, changes. That's why I was, like, it's, it's a question. To, it's a question for, like, that's just my thing. I, I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. But that's just what I'm, that's my goal. You don't think you're in a position to retire mom right now? Well, okay, so there's a difference between providing and retiring, right? Mm -hmm. So I provide for my mom. Best believe every single month I'm sending yeah. X amount of money. Now, yeah. She's probably watching this right now. I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm she's like, he is. sure does. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, there's a difference between providing, but retiring, I haven't done it. And uh, that's because the assets haven't built well, maybe, big enough. Maybe yet. people confuse retiring and providing. Yeah, people so. do confuse. I, oh, best believe I'm providing. Which yeah. is pretty. I mean, some so, people would call that retiring, but for me, it doesn't because I want the passive. So, to if you're retiring someone, there's there. It's a big word, retiring, because that means for the rest, for the rest of their life, that is going to consistently go toward them. Yeah. So, what if something happened to your operation? Would they have to go back and work? Lawsuits. So now, are they, they out of retirement? See, you don't want to be caught up in that. And that number that you put, 100,000, 200,000, 300,000, I don't think that's that's a number that you should ask us. You should ask yourself those numbers because you only know how much her expenses are, number one. What's your expenses? Number three, what's your vision for your companies? Do you see that lasting for that for the, for at least 50 years or however many uh, lifespan, the lifespan of, of, of your mom? And then you should you should apply all these things and say, okay, I'm ready to retire that person. You can't just say, oh, well, I made a hundred grand this year. I'm retiring, I'm retiring my mom. You can't do that. That's not retiring. You can provide, but then retiring, so, that, that's many, 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 many years from now. What if you get sick three years from now? Is your operate and you haven't delegated like we said? Are you gonna be? Are, are you gonna continue to to retire your mom? Exactly. So that so that's what I meant by that. Like. A huge difference between providing and retiring, like that's because a, yeah, that's a good answer. there's so many way, there's so many things that can, you know, unfortunately hit you in the business, right? Mm -hmm. Lawsuits and this and blah 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 that can ultimately like 
like affect somebody that hey mom you're retired Thank like you. how are you gonna go back on your word if 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 that isn't like a passively driven uh, thing right? so that's just how the way as I you guys it. as you guys know you know like um i you know my mom lives with me and vanessa and um i i guess to to me it's different because i grew up you know poor as shit and my mom yeah. never made more than eight dollars an hour so yeah you know, providing for her is like not like nothing crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. bought her a car, lives in my house. You know, has access to whatever. I take care of her. I send her down. You know, to to Mexico twice a summer. Like, yes, I am providing, but I feel like again, the the question is, you know, I I, I guess I'm confusing it too because providing and retiring, like you guys said, is two different things. Yeah. But I see them as the same because as some as a, as a Mexican son, you know, who grew up as as soon as I can take care of my mom, boom, that's retiring. You're retired. You know what I mean. So I guess yeah. I'm seeing it a little different. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah. It's I mean, there's no right or wrong. It, but ultimately, it's just living in your house. Like it, obviously, there's different circumstances. But but it's but it's, I guess it depends what kind of life your mom wants to live. Right? Exactly no, what kind of life you live, what kind of life she lives, yeah. and and it's, the number is not the number is really irrelevant at that point. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a matter it's, of a lifestyle. Yeah, and what kind of lifestyle you want to maintain for them. You don't want to retire them and keep them like this, yeah. Because they're, you know, yeah. you can't, you can't really fully retire them the way they it, want. To I be definitely retired. think it's the same thing. It's just on on the back of what, on the back of you, or on the back of assets. And yes. for me, I want it on the back of assets. So uh, at least, we, at least for the end goal. Before we log off, there's 93 people. Real quick, um, Warner says one question. If you can answer it, do you recommend start hiring in house when I begin to hire? Or in a different place like the Philippines, uh, Warner. Just depends. What, what are well, you hiring? Well. If you're hiring an acquisitions manager or a junior acquisition slash follow up, uh, a transaction coordinator. I mean, in house all day long. If you're, you know, if you're hiring, you know, cold callers and um, and, and and you know, diff just little busy work. Yeah, VAs all day long, right? So. Uh, Joe Budden podcast is the greatest pod ever. I, I think this guy is in the wrong. Uh, yeah, this is this is a business podcast. Joe Budden. Yeah, like what? <laughs> what he is has that? good songs. Uh, what? what? No, come on, <laughs> what? come on. Yeah, bad taste in music. I, I, uh, I've listened to a couple of his songs. All right, so real quick, uh, what kept you guys going in the beginning when you started wholesaling and didn't see results? Faith. Uh, we'll start with you. We'll go with Sal, myself and Sal because we're one. Wait, what's the question? Repeat it. What kept, what you, kept going? you going when you didn't see results in the beginning? What kept you going? Faith in the unknown. Faith in the unknown. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I like, you like that. that huh? Faith in the unknown. Uh, so, what kept us going? I, I, for me, I mean, what kept I, I, definitely I think, faith I think, and hustle. I think, I think the first thing that kept us going was each other. Each hundred percent each other. But I must say something, guys. When you're when you if you're around us and you know what kind of personalities we have, see that I'm glad he said each other. There is no failure. Like when you think when you operate from a level that. There's no failure. There's, yeah, like something is going to happen, but we're going to work around it and make sure yeah. it happens. Make sure it happens. Like yeah. nothing is going to stop that. If someone else is doing it, I can do it better. We can do it better. It's as simple as that. And if you operate from that level, obviously faith is, I'm a big believer in faith because God always provides. And my dad always said this. Uh, it's like a big plate and everybody just eats from it. So don't always, don't, don't operate from, from a level like you need to keep it yourself. There's always enough for everybody. Um, we just never, we didn't think, like, if it didn't work out for the first month, second people. month, th third month, fourth month, fifth month, there's no failure there. There's nothing that's going to change 99. our mind. So I, I know that was for us. Yeah. Uh, Carlos, maybe you want to add to that. Besides, I would say, man, like, 
we're like a responsibility like I said, too. We're we're naturally, you know, we're naturally like this stuff is in our DNA. 101 people, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in with us this long. Um, love you guys. So we're naturally hustlers. We've all we've been hustlers our whole freaking life. If you think about it, right? Yeah. We've been hustlers our whole life. So that alone, like our the fire in our freaking ass kept us going. Don't get me wrong, but I think we kept each other going. Like it's. It's freaking beautiful when you surround yourself with the right people and you're just like so pumped up, even yeah. if you're not doing shit. Like, right? Remember when we had the worst times? We were like, hey, let's go meet up. Like, okay, this is bad. This is what's happening. Let's work. Let's let's come up with a plan. I remember. Clueless, we go we go yeah. sit down at uh the breakfast spot. Yeah, the breakfast. Yeah. I forgot what's it called. Snooze? And then and then boom, like we come up, okay, we feel great. Okay. Daily dose. Yeah, daily yeah. from from like a bad like a really bad week I, that we've had. Uh, we uh, turned it around. May of twenty sixteen was tough. It was super we were tough. like negative five K or something. We we're it, like, all right, it was just me and you still. Yeah, right? we're like, okay, we're gonna turn this let's ship around. What's going on? You yeah. see? And then yeah. we, thank God, like it's been good ever since. But um man, it's beautiful when you can share this journey with someone. Um, let's answer, uh, let's uh, here, you answer this one as a wholesaler. When, uh, when an agent asks me if I'm an investor, can I say that I'm a wholesaler or stick with investors? Stick with investor. Investor. Man. Yeah. yeah I absolutely. Mean, and then real quick, uh, uh, Jacob, uh, drop cowboy. We've never heard I have of it. No clue so, what drop so cowboy is. I could only, I could only speak or recommend what I personally use. And yes, we use leadblastpro.com. Sergio Gonzalez says that our background looks like a porn uh, studio. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate that. Paul says bed podcast in my books. Wayne thank Luigi. you so much, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank all right, you. we're good. Let's. Uh, all right. They're going to keep coming in, so um, let's all right. speak. Close it up. Yep. Yeah, yeah, let's yep. let's go ahead. Uh, Guys, thank you so much. Uh, thank this guy says I fucks with daily dose. This guy. Says, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much. Episode twenty, man. I hope you guys. I mean, we did this. Part. We were only supposed to go thirty minutes. We went in almost an hour for you guys. Much love. I'll see. You, we'll see you guys at the meetup, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely, guys. Thank you uh, so much for for tuning in. Uh, make sure if you're watching this live, like and share it. If you're watching the replay, make sure you subscribe and like and oh, share. The, one, <laughs> the last thing that I do want to say to everybody is, guys, I said I say this time and time again. We have momentum coming up. Mid-September, if you're tired yeah. of chasing deals every single month, yeah. if you're tired of being a one-man show or a two-man operation, you need to come to Momentum. We're going to teach you how to build companies, okay? We're going to teach you piece by piece by piece every single moving part yeah. in your organization. How do they find it? Uh, attendmomentum.com. You need to come to Momentum. If you're tired of chasing freaking deals every month and you're tired of being a... a, a uh, a self-glorified, you know, highly, CEO, paid, yeah. highly paid employee. Come to Momentum, guys. We'll see you at the meetup. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, guys. Peace.